was a big one. <laughs> Casey, you there? I am here. Hi, honey. Hi, how you doing? Pretty good. We've got a very entertaining story today on the Daily Bible Podcast. Oh, yeah? Oh, yes, we do. Oh, okay. Yeah, we. I think that we've actually seen this movie before. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so... If you guys don't remember, last time J-Hor got sick, some moms got really, really hungry, and a guy died over food. And it wasn't pretty. This time, J-Hor's ass completely explodes, blows his whole ass off. He did! <laughs> and then the surprise Fonzie guy, we've been talking about surprise Fonzie for a while. Um, he took over Judah at that point. Um, then surprised Fonzie, unsurprisingly, just fucks up again, and uh, he pretty much pisses off God, and we all know how that ends. Usually with, like, dogs eating your nuts and licking up your blood. You you might want to tell him who Surprise Fonzie is, because you haven't used that descriptor before. No, yes, I have. Yeah, I have. No, you say... I, I, I huzzah! Yeah, that's what you say. Well, yeah, the Surprise Fonzie. I huzzah! Okay. I didn't know or, who you were hey, talking. Hey, huzzah! Or something like that. Hey, because Fonzie. Hey, I've I've said surprise Fonzie before. I know. Oh, okay. I have it written down. I can go back and show you. It's fine. Please continue. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure people had the name you used to, you know, go make sure they knew who you were talking about. So there's so many characters in this Bible. Right. So then, um, because I huzzah surprised Fonzie, um. <laughs> He deflect, uh, uh, or uh, because he fucks up, Elisha defects to Damascus to heal Ben Kenobi. Yes, the Jedi Knight Master guy is definitely in the story. Oh, ben no. Kenobi, he wants to know if he will get better because right now he's sick. And Elisha says, yes, but no. <laughs> if you guys know what meme I'm talking about, mm-hmm. you probably don't, but um, <laughs> that's a boomer thing. Anyways, uh, as uh, uh, Asriel, uh, his Padawan, uh, ends up killing Ben Kenobi because Elisha says that Asriel is going to fuck up the Israelites really good uh, because... Oh, when he becomes king... That's what that was. <laughs> uh, Azrael, like Elisha tells Azrael he's going to become king. And so he's like, oh, well, fuck this. I'm just going to go ahead and kill the king and become the king. And so he kills Ben Kenobi, who's the king over something. And it's Hazael. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Surprise, Fonzie and Jor-El end up teaming <laughs> up to fight Azrael um, in the final showdown. But Not Jor- the final countdown. No. Okay. Uh, Jor-El, though, is put in critical condition after a sick burn during the rap battle portion. Surprise, Fonzie pays his respects to Jor-El because a, a great guy has fallen, apparently, in his rap battle. Uh, Jehu, who will forever now be known as John Wick, becomes king of Israel because God don't want no bitch to rule over Israel because that's who, who got killed, um... Jorel was he was over Israel, right? Jorel's not dead. 
Uh, well, okay. Whoever got killed, Jehu, or John Wick, is now ruling over something. Anyways, Elisha put a hit out on Jor-El's entire house, meaning his entire family. So John Wick then takes his army to Jor-El to kill him. And he's still king. Now he's going to go kill the king so he can become king. Oh, okay. Well, uh... Oh, and, and of course, John Wick uses them as fertilizer, as John Wick always does with the, his fallen enemies. Uh, and then uh, a prophecy was fulfilled because John Wick killed him. Uh, Jezebel also got a visit from John Wick. She did. <laughs> Dogs ended up eating her carcass as horses tenderized her meat. And then in Samaria, there were 70 sons of uh, Ahab, uh, the guy that fought the white whale. Uh, John Wick killed all of them, too, uh, piled their heads at the gate of Jezzy. Uh, John Wick then goes full John Wick. That was written before I decided he was John Wick. On Ahab's city of Jezzy and just killed everybody in it. Just fucking imagine like the nightclub scene from the first john wick movie and it's just the entire village well everybody who was in the house of ahab well yeah the house of ahab people uh, but i mean you get the imagery anyways that's pretty much it uh he also kills surprised fonzie in a very surprising manner and then uh we're done for the day <sighs> That one was that one was rough. Was it rough? Yeah. I mean, was it rough or I mean accurate? Rough. No, definitely wasn't that last thing. Hmm. <laughs> What's up, heathens? How, How y'all, y'all doing? doing? So today, John Wick is gonna no. just fucking kill That's everybody. Not what's happen. John Wick kills everybody. We've all seen the three movies that are currently out. He kills everybody. Okay. Oh, I mean, we're not talking about John Wick. He's on the thumbnail. No, what? You put John Wick on the thumbnail? Yes. Oh God. Okay. So. Can we come back to, I was going to say reality, but then I was like, wait, this is the Bible. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So today we're going to do second Kings eight, nine, and 10. And what is it? Uh, is it first Corinthians or second Corinthians? Not Chronicles. Cor- we're in Chronicles. Chronicles not Cor- That's New Testament. We're, Sorry. Yeah. We're in Chronicles. My bad. Uh, are we in second Chronicles? Yes. Second Chronicles chapter 22. So that's what we're going to do today. And the first thing that happens, you know, last, last time, um, Jehoram, who is the king of Judah, mm-hmm. um, gets sick, um, uh, with some sort of disease of the bowels because the time prior to that, there was a prophecy that he would get sick of a disease of the bowels and his bowels would fall out. So today his bowels fall out. So that's where <laughs> we're going to start. So his ass blew out. Yeah. So it's going to start off kind of shitty, but, uh, it only goes down from there. Um, as for the other events of Jehoram's reign and all of the, and all he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? We don't know. Lost text. 
in the course of time. <laughs> you gotta love that lost text shit, huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the course of time, at the end of the second year, his bowels came out because of the disease and he died in great pain. His people made no fire in his honor and the, as they had for his father's. He passed away to no one's regret, and he was buried in the city of David, but not in the tombs of the kings. Mm-hmm. But he was written about in the Annals of the Kings, right. the House of Judah or whatever. The Annals of the Kings of Judah. They were written on the asses of the kings. That's not what that means. Okay. Okay. And Ahaziah, his son, succeeded him as king. In the twelfth year of Joram, son of Ahab, king of Israel, Ahaziah, son of Jehoram, king of Judah, began to reign. The people of Jerusalem made Ahaziah, Jehoram's youngest son, king in his place, since the raiders who came with the Arabs into the camp had killed all of the older sons. So Ahaziah, son of Jehoram, king of Judah, began to reign. Ahaziah was 22 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem one year. His mother's name was Athaliah, a granddaughter of Omri. Okay. Okay. So Ahaziah, he fucked up, right? Um, He too walked in the ways of the house of Ahab. Yeah. Surprise Fonzie always fucks up. Yeah. So his mother encouraged him in doing wrong. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord as the house of Ahab had done. For after his father's death, they became his advisors to his undoing. Meanwhile in Israel. Meanwhile in Israel. Mm-hmm, Elisha went to Damascus and Ben-Hadad, king of Aram, was ill. Now this is the king of Samaria, right? Yeah. Or not, sorry, Syria. Ben-Kenobi, Yes. Ben-Hadad. Uh, okay. okay. When the king was told, the man of God has come all the way up here, he said to Hazael, take a gift with you and go and meet the man of God. Consult the Lord through him. Ask him, will I recover from this illness? Hazael went to meet Elisha, taking with him a gift um, as a gift, 40 camel loads of all of his finest wares of Damascus. He went in and stood before him and said, Your son Ben-Hadad, king of Aram, has sent me to ask, Will I recover from this illness? Elisha answered, Go and say to him, You will certainly recover, but the Lord has revealed to me that he will in fact die. He stared at him with a fixed gaze until Hazael felt ashamed. Then the man of God began to weep. Why is my Lord weeping? asked Hazael. Because I know the harm you will do to the Israelites, he answered. You will set fire to their fortified places, kill their young men with the sword, dash their little children to the ground, and rip open their pregnant women. Hazael said, could your servant, a mere dog, accomplish such a feat? (laughs) This is a feat. Yeah. The Lord has shown me that you will become king of Aram answered Elisha. Damn. He gonna fuck up the Israelites. Mm-hmm. He's a savage fuck. Mm-hmm. So Hazael left Elisha and returned to his master. When Ben-Hadad asked, what did Elisha say to you? Hazael replied, he told me that you would certainly recover. But the next day he took a thick cloth, soaked it in water and spread it over the king's face so that he died. Then Hazael succeeded him as king. He did. He did. He killed him. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. So Ahaziah went with Joram, son of Ahab, to war against Hazael, king of Aram, at Ramath, Ramath Gilead. The Arameans wounded Joram. Okay. So mm-hmm. now Joram and all of Israel had been defending Ramoth Gilead against Hazael, king of Aram. But King Joram had returned to Jezreel to recover from the wounds the Arameans had inflicted on him in battle with Hazael, king of Aram. So Ahaziah, son of Jehoram, king of Judah, went down to Jezreel to see Joram, son of Ahab, because he had been wounded. (laughs) This is a really fucked up, like, this is just a little messed up. So anyway... (laughs) The prophet Elisha summoned a man from the company of the prophets and said to him, tuck your cloak into your belt, take this flask of oil with you and go to Ramoth Gilead. When you get there, look for Jehu, son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi. Go to him, get him away from his companions and take him into an inner room. Then take the flask and pour the oil on his head and declare, this is what the Lord says. I anoint you king over Israel. Then open the door and run. Don't delay. So the young man, the prophet, went to Ramoth Gilead. When he arrived, he found the army officers sitting together. I have a message for one of, or for you, commander, he said. Which one of us asked Jehu? For you, commander, he replied. Jehu got up and went into the house, and then the prophet poured the oil on Jehu's head and declared, This is what the Lord says, the God of Israel. I anoint you king over the Lord's people Israel. You are to destroy the house of Ahab, your master, and I will avenge the blood of my servants, the prophets, and the blood of all the Lord's servants shed by Jezebel. Uh, The whole house of Ahab will perish. I will cut him off. I will cut off from Ahab every last male in Israel, slave or free. I will make the house of Ahab like the house of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, and like the house of Basha, son of Ahijah. As for Jezebel, dogs will devour her on the plot of ground at Jezreel, and no one will bury her. Then he opened the door and ran. (laughs) So So, uh, I'm assuming that when he takes power, he changes his name to John Wick. Cause honestly, that's what he's amounting to here. He does not change his name to John Wick. I mean, I'm just saying he should. Cause I mean, he just declared war on an entire house. And I mean, that's what John Wick. No, did. he didn't. That's the prophet telling him what's going to happen. Well, I mean, that's pretty much, I mean, that is what happens. So, but he, he didn't well declare ch- war on anybody. This is the prophecy. Okay. Oh. So, When Jehu went out to his fellow officers, one of them asked him, is everything all right? Why did this madman come to you? It's interesting that they thought of the prophets as madmen, but then went to them too Uh for advice. So anyway, uh, he said, that's not true. They said, tell, oh, you know, the man and the sort of things he says, Jehu replied. That's not true. They said, tell us. Jehu said, here's what he told me. This is what the Lord says. I anoint you king over Israel. They hurried and took their cloaks and spread them under him on the bare steps. Then they blew the trumpets and shouted, Jehu is king. So Jehu, son of Josaphat, the son of Nimshi, conspired against Joram. Because Joram is currently the king. Jor-El, yes, he is. Joram is the king. But he's been anointed king by a prophet. Right. Jehu has. So he's the really real king. He's the god king. Right. The other guy is the king of, like, he's the current head of state. 
Yeah, so, I mean, God came on the forehead of the current real king. Not what it says. Oh. Okay. So, let's see. Uh, Jehu said, if this is the way you feel, don't let anyone slip out of the city and go tell the news in Jezreel. Then he got into his chariot and rode to Jezreel because Joram was resting there and Ahaziah, king of Judah, had gone down to see him. So both kings were there, right? Right. So when the lookout standing in the tower in Jezreel saw Jehu's troops approaching, he called out, I see troops coming. Get a horseman, Joram ordered. Send him to meet them and ask, do you come in peace? Uh, so the horseman rode off to meet Jehu and said, this is what the king said. Do you come in peace? What do you have to do with peace? Jehu replied, fall in behind me. You know what this reminds me of? You know that scene in Independence Day when he's like, peace, no peace, when he's got the guy up against the glass. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the lookout reported the messenger has reached them, but he isn't coming back. So the king sent out a second horseman. When he came to them, he said, this is what the king says. Do you come in peace? Jehu replied, what do you have to do with peace? Fall in behind me. The lookout reported, he has reached them, but he isn't coming back either. The driving is like that of Jehu, son of Nimshi. He drives like a madman. <laughs> that means with the middle finger out, just blowing through <laughs> lights and being like, fuck all of y'all. I got some place to be. <laughs> So, Joram ordered, hitch up my chariot. And when it was hitched up, Joram, king of Israel, and Ahaziah, king of Judah, rode out, each in his own chariot, to meet Jehu. They met him at the plot of ground that had belonged to Naboth, the Jezreelite. When Joram saw Jehu, he asked, have you come in peace, Jehu? How can there be peace, Jehu replied, as long as all the idolatry and witchcraft of your mother Jezebel around is around. Joram turned about and fled, calling out to Ahaziah, treachery, Ahaziah. Then Jehu drew his bow and shot Joram between the shoulders. The arrow pierced his heart and he slumped down in his chariot. Jehu said to Bidkar, his chariot officer, pick him up and throw him on the field that belonged to Naboth, the Jezreelite. Remember how you and I were riding together in chariots behind Ahab, his father, when the Lord made this prophecy about him. Yesterday I saw the blood of Naboth and the blood of his sons, declares the Lord, and I will surely make you pay for it on this plot of ground, declares the Lord. Now then, pick him up and throw him on that plot in accordance with the word of the Lord. Wow. Yeah. So through Ahaziah's visit to Joram, God brought about Ahaziah's downfall. When Ahaziah arrived, he went out with Joram to meet Jehu, son of Nimshi, whom the Lord had anointed to destroy the house of Ahab. When Ahaziah saw Judah, saw uh, uh, Ahaziah, king of Judah, saw what had happened, he fled up the road to ben Beth Hagen. Jehu chased him, shouting, kill him too. They wounded him in his chariot on the way up to Gur near Iblium, but he escaped to Megiddo. So, uh, surprise, Fonzie escaped to Megiddo. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Something so tells me that uh, John Wick eventually catches up with you. <laughs> so, at this point, Jehu went to Jezreel. When Jezebel heard about it, she painted her eyes, arranged her hair, and looked out of a window. As Jehu entered the gate, she asked, Have you come in peace, Zimri, you murderer of your master? 
he, <laughs> she best of poked her head out there without like a top on or something like that in order to like distract him. It's like, you come in peace. <laughs> <laughs> he looked up at the window and called out, who is on my side? Who? Two or three eunuchs looked down at him. Throw her down, Jehu said. So they threw her down and some of her blood splattered on the wall and the horses as they trampled under her, her underfoot. Jesus Christ. So the eunuchs were like, well, fuck this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they, they threw her out of the castle and uh, then she splattered and the horses trampled her and some sh- bl- her blood splattered on the wall and stuff. That's nasty. Yeah. So Jehu went inside and he ate and drank. Take care of that cursed woman, he said, and bury her, for she was a king's daughter. But when they went out to bury her, they found nothing except her skull, her feet, and her hands. They went back and told Jehu, who said, This is the word of the Lord that he spoke through his servant Elijah the Tishbite. On the plot of ground at Jezreel, dogs will devour Jezebel's flesh. Jezebel's body will be like refuse on the ground in the plot at Jezreel, so that no one will be able to say, This is Jezebel. So... I mean, I remember the prophecy. Did the prophecy actually say that it was at Je- Jezreel? Jezreel. Yeah. That's what I thought I said. Mm-hmm. Yes. Je- okay, so the prophecy did say at Jezreel, yes. dogs will eat you. Yeah. Okay. So I do remember that the prophecy happening. I just mm-hmm. I don't remember it being so specific. Yeah. Okay. It was. All right. Okay. So, now... There were in Samaria 70 sons of the house of Ahab. Oh, shit. Yeah. I feel like I know what's going to happen. So Jehu wrote letters and sent them to Samaria to the officials of Jezreel. He told the elders uh, and the guardians of Ahab's children. He said, as soon as this letter reaches you, since your master's sons are with you and you have chariots and horses, a fortified city and weapons, choose the best and most worthy of your master's sons and set him on his father's throne. Then fight for your master's house. But they were terrified and said, if two kings could not resist him, how can we? So the palace administrator, the city governor, the elders and the guardians sent this message to Jehu. We are your servants and we will do anything you say. We will not appoint anyone as king. You do whatever you think is best. Okay, so Jehu wanted them to appoint a king and fight. Mm -hmm. Fight for the house of Ahab. That's what he wanted. But they said, no, we're good. We're your servants. Whatever you want, man. Whatever you want. I mean, honestly, you see John Wick coming your way. You're just like, I don't know what I did, (laughs) but I am... I am so sorry. So then Jehu wrote them a second letter saying, if you are on my side and will obey me, take the heads of your master's sons and come to me in Jezreel by this time tomorrow. You know, this reminds me a lot of one episode in Game of Thrones. Because early in Game of Thrones, it's found out that the king that just died was very promiscuous in his campaigns across the whatever fucking land that they inhabited. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so the newly appointed king, which was actually his supposed son, but it was really an incestuous son between the queen and her brother. Oh. Yeah, uh, he he had all of the illegitimate children killed, mm-hmm. except for like one guy. Uh, he wasn't he wasn't killed, but um, it, it seems a lot like that. Oh, okay. 
never I've never watched Game of Thrones. Anyway, so let's see. The royal princes, 70 of them, were with the leading men of the city who were rearing them. When the letter arrived, these men took the princes and slaughtered all 70 of them. They put their heads in baskets and sent them to Jehu and Jezreel. <laughs> Sir, your FedEx <laughs> shipment is here. I don't know who. <laughs> Will you sign for this, sir? <laughs> I don't know if I should take your signature or call the police. <laughs> I would go with signature and yeah. fucking run. Or yeah. just set him down and go away. Like, don't even knock. Yeah, it, I mean, him. it's like you knock on the door, John Wick answers, and it's like, you know what? Never I'm not even him. asking questions. Oh, bye. Get one of them gold coins. <laughs> you just asked a question. I know. I know. You probably died for it, too. Probably, but, yep. you know. Okay. So... Uh, when the messenger arrived, he told Jehu they have brought the heads of the princes. Then Jehu ordered, put them in two piles at the entrance of the city gate until morning. The next morning, Jehu went out. He stood before all the people and said, you are innocent. It was I who conspired against my master and killed him. But who killed all these? Know then that not a word of the Lord has spoken against the house of Ahab will fail. The Lord has done what he promised through his servant, Elijah. So Jehu killed everyone in Jezreel who remained of the house of Ahab, as well as all his chief men, his close friends, and his priests, leaving him no survivor. You know, random thought here as I'm thinking about all of this fucking mayhem that's going on right now. Uh-huh. Wouldn't it be awesome to see a futuristic, like, storyline that's based on the Bible, starting with the Old Testament? And it's like it starts with the nuclear blasts and then like it's basically Old Testament stuff. Like I would just like to see an honest OT movie. Yeah. Uh, Like it doesn't glorify. Like I want to see movies about the Bible that are real. Yeah. Can can you imagine like how crazy would it be? Like we're going to watch a Bible movie and then it's like, hey, eunuchs. Toss that bitch out here. And then, like, she splatters. And then, like, horses do their dance on her body. And then dogs eat her and everything. And it's like, the fuck Bible are we reading? The, the one, <laughs> yeah, the real one. Like, yeah. the one, the the Bible. I, I want a real honest. I mean, it can be said in Bible times. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if it's futuristic or not. Like, I just think it would be nice to have an honest one. Well, yeah, I mean, can it, because uh, imagine another scene outside the gates of this city, and it's just like 70 fucking young kid heads. Yeah. Or not even young, but there's probably a mix of young kid, adult, whatnot. He fucked a lot, right? He had 70 sons, and yeah. some of them are older. Yeah. So, I mean, just all of these heads just littering the, it's like, oh, they redecorated. Well, they're in two piles. <laughs> There are two piles on either side of the gate, and it's like you're walking through, and it's like, oh, shit, what the fuck happened? (laughs) I go away for one weekend, and I come back, and it's like, goddamn, fucking Mad Max out in here. (laughs) Who redecorated? We need to fire him. Jehu. (laughs) Yeah, Jehu redecorated. You don't want to fire him. You you just don't want it. You just want to turn around and go away. That's what that means. If you walk up to a city gate, and there's piles of heads, you just... Turn around and go. Yeah, uh, no. Here's a be- here's a better one. Have like somebody that's just like clear minded and rational walk through the Bible story and be like, 
the fuck is this? That's what I do every time I read this. I'm like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyways, back to the story. Okay, so now the princes are dead the 70 princes all right and oh and and all of ahab's chief men close friends priests and everybody okay everybody that so much as looked favorably in his direction yeah they got fucking skewered by john wick jehu so while jehu was executing judgment on the house of ahab because apparently that's how we're gonna turn that's how we're gonna call this executing judgment not slaughtering all kinds of people, not murdering people, executing judgment because they deserved it, right? Keep in mind, this is the judgment of God because this is the yes. prophecy from Elisha. So all of this murder and everything like that is God ordained. Yes, this is, this is, he's executing the judgment on the house of Ahab per Lord's prophet, like per what he was told to do. Right. Yes. So. Anyway, while he was executing the judgment on the house of Ahab, he found the princes of Judah and the sons of Ahaziah's relatives who had been attending Ahaziah. And he killed them. (laughs) Jehu set out and went towards Samaria. At Beth-Aked of the shepherds, he met some relatives of Ahaziah, king of Judah, and asked, Who are you? (laughs) Oh, fuck. Um... They said, because they didn't fucking know any better, apparently, we are relatives of Ahaziah, and we have come down to greet the families of the king and and of the queen mother. Take them alive, he ordered. So they took them alive and slaughtered them by the well of Bethaked, 42 men. He left no survivor. Jesus Christ. Uh, Take them alive, take them over there by the well, and then just sort of fucking cut their heads off. (laughs) So then he went in search of Ahaziah, and his men captured him while he was hiding in Samaria. He was brought to Jehu and put to death. His servants took him by chariot to Jerusalem and buried him with his fathers in the tomb of the city of David. They buried him, for they said he was the son of Jehoshaphat, who sought the Lord with all his heart. So there was no one in the house of Ahaziah powerful enough to retain the kingdom. After he left, he came upon, upon Jehonadab, son of Rechab, who was on his way to meet him. Jehu greeted him and said, are you in accord with me as I am with you? The only answer here is yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think of it. He's covered in the blood of his enemies. <laughs> and he's counting the ears that he has ripped off and the necklace around his yeah. neck. And it's like, are you with me or not? It's like, yep. I don't care what the fuck we're doing. I'm with you. <laughs> So Jehonadab answered, I am. If so, said Jehu, give me your hand. So he did, and Jehu helped him up into the chariot. Jehu said, come with me and see my zeal for the Lord. Then he had him ride along in his chariot. When Jehu came to Samaria, he killed all who were left there of Ahab's family. He destroyed them according to the word of the Lord spoken to Elijah. Exactly. The Lord told him to slaughter fucking people. Yeah. So now we currently have a new king, right, in Mm -hmm. Israel, and we have no king of Judah, right? Right. Um, And we have a lot of dead people. All of the princes of both Judah and Israel are dead. All of the family members that could become king of either are dead. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we are 
I wonder why God waited so long. Do you think that maybe God waited so long so that he could be like, you know what? There's enough of them now. I'm good for a bloodbath. <laughs> I don't know. He seems to go on a bloodbath spree every now and then. He does. Blood God. I mean, it's like, uh, let the population grow a little bit here. Because, I mean, <laughs> just killing one motherfucker. Yeah, that's entertaining. But seeing them slaughter just countless, countless amounts of people. That provides minutes of excitement for me. Yeah. So now we have no King of Judah. Okay. Okay. We're actually done with this week's um, story. But next week, we're going to find out who takes over the throne in Judah. Oh. And we're going to find out what she does to get it. She fucks somebody a bit. No. No, 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 she doesn't. No. This bitch is Lady John Wick. Ooh, Lady John Wick. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, then we're going to meet Joe Ash, which is a pretty... Uh, pretty Ash, like, from the Pokemon series? Joe Ash. We're going to meet Ash next no. week, guys. Nope. Joe Ash. Um, Jehu, now that he's killed everyone, is going to go through and get rid of all of the worship that isn't to the... You know, Yahweh, God of Israel. Um, God makes a promise to Jehu. And, uh, you know, rewards him for all the people he killed. Yep. Oh, yeah. Is that like, a, it's like a first place trophy or something like that? Like, hey, you have a kill count of <laughs> yeah, we'll 300. See. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, so then we have, uh, we have more killing. We're going to have a child king, which is going to be interesting. And um, we're going to talk a little bit how there's some renewal in Israel and Judah to, you know, the, the way of the laws of Moses. Um, but there are still going to be traces of paganism within. Uh, oh, you know, the Bible doesn't like that paganism shit, guys. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do next and you know, week on the Bible. You know, oddly enough, in the Old Testament, the biggest, like, uh, evil force uh, is, like, paganism, like other actual religions. It's not actually atheism. Well, true. Yeah, because, like, there wasn't a single person that was like, you know what? All these gods are bullshit. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So, I hope you guys will tune in next week so that we hear what Lady John Wick does in order to gain her position of power and mm -hmm. then learn other things. Yes. So, uh, if you will, go ahead, hit that subscribe button if you like this kind of podcast. I don't know why you would, but some of you do. Hey, I like this podcast. Yeah, I mean, I try to shut up most of the time because obviously I get shit wrong just all the time <laughs> in this podcast. It, it is entertaining. Except when it comes to Jesus. I know a lot of Jesus shit. You do know a lot of Jesus shit. We've got a ways till we get to Jesus, though. We've got, I know. We've got quite a bit of OT to go before we get to the NT. Hey, you know what? If the rest of the OT is similar to today, I'll be interested. <laughs> Who's not interested in wholesale slaughter can, uh, uh, that is approved by God? <laughs> yeah i mean it's i thought it was a pretty interesting i think this story is interesting uh interesting uh, uh there are some parts of it that are interesting but i mean some of it is very boring like even story-wise it's like a damn soap opera 
You don't think what so? What was the last fucking soap opera that ended with like killing <laughs> 70,000 people or something <laughs> like that? I just mean like the drama and like the power struggles and the, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's very. I mean, today was very Game of Thronesy. <laughs> I can't. I can't relate to that. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't really relate uh, I mean, to soap operas okay. either because I can't tell you the last soap opera I'd seen. But well, I mean, this story relates a lot to, or more so to Game of Thrones than it does fucking soap operas. <sighs> Whatever. Okay. Anyways, heathens, I hope that you enjoyed the podcast today. If you will, please smash that like button, leave us a comment, and subscribe if you like this kind of content. And don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Bye, heathen.